Hey guys, listen to those birds tweeting. Welcome to the August Radio Project podcast, coming at you all the way from southwest France. That's right, guys. I am on the road. Me and Laura have set off on our journey. It's no longer just an idea. It's real. It's something that we're actually living. And every day so far, I've had to pinch myself to realise that this is real, to take this in. It is magical. I can't believe how magical this really is in every sense of the word I feel like I'm living a dream and that term gets thrown around a lot people say that they're living the dream or they want to live the dream but I literally feel like at some point this is just a dream and I can't get myself to realise that it's not, it's real So yeah, I just can't believe it and all of the fears and the stress and the worries going into van life that I was worried about, like obviously there's still plenty to learn and there's plenty of learning curves that we've had to deal with already but just on the whole it's just been magical and it just continues to get there right now. I'm about an hour south of Bordeaux. I'm sat outside the van. I'm sat outside Nelly the van. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then I suggest you go and check out Laura and I's blog channel at Laura and Benedict on Instagram. And all the links are on there. But Nelly the van, I'm currently propped up against her in a park up in... Southwest France, just an hour south of Bordeaux. It is 25 degrees. It is summer. It's the 21st of October, 2020. There is absolutely no sign of a global pandemic anywhere near here. It is a rural as rural village goes. We drove for 45 minutes through dense forest. And now we're here. And we have been in a different park-up location every night. We've been using the Park for Night app. And the fact that you're allowed to do this and this is real you can just roll up to places that allow you to park up, sleep for the night do your workout, do your yoga in the morning done yoga outside every single day and I don't plan on letting that stop that is going to be my life from now on even in the rain now we're this far south we have nothing but heat to look forward to the coldest temperatures it gets even further south unless you go into the mountains are warmer than the temperatures than we've been having in the UK over the last few weeks so now Laura and I came into this Um, this isn't just a trip for us this is a, a new way of life And although we've got some figuring out to do, as I said earlier to her, 
it's always figuring it out. There's no real ever set point, but the only thing we really need to work out now is how to support ourselves a bit more financially. But we want to do that through all our interests, through all our endeavours. Which is why I continue to do this podcast. But also because I just love doing it and gives me a a good time. It's almost like therapy. I get to sit and voice how I feel and voice my opinions on things and voice uh, my beliefs and yeah I don't know just watching some butterflies fly around I bet you could pretend you could say that I'm not actually here you would never know well unless you go and check out the uh, YouTube anyway so Laura and I set off last week um, Friday was our last full day in the UK and it, it was an emotional roller coaster because although we moved into the van on the 23rd of September we moved out of our flat packed all our things up sold it all sold as many things as we could that we didn't feel we need really went minimal stuck it all in the van and lived on her parents drive for three weeks those three weeks, you know, I would class it as van life. It definitely wasn't living in a house. But we did have the luxury of being able to go into a house at any point. Um, you know, we didn't have to quite face the full-time excursion life. But at the same time, that came with its own drawbacks. But I can never be more thankful to her parents for letting us do that. It was honestly a necessary time. We... Did a lot of DIY, a lot of modifications on the van. We had to purchase lots of bits, get some stuff fitted. Um, so it was necessarily like we needed that time. It was completely necessary. And um, it was just sort of awaiting a, a date that we... Because we hadn't booked our trip and we weren't 100% sure. When we first moved into the van, we thought that we'd probably go to Scotland and do some UK bits Um until uh, we kind of had figured it out and then we thought we'd probably pop into Europe and then be here for as long as possible. Um, but then through various things like the cases of coronavirus increasing, um, the imminent looming second lockdown that we weren't sure if it would lock us into the UK and mean we can't travel, um, Brexit coming to fruition and them saying that from the 1st of January we've only got 90 days in Europe without a visa all these things started to add up and you know both of us are big believers in listening to our guts and following our hearts I mentioned last week about the book The Alchemist and how your heart truly knows what you your higher self wants and I could just feel the tingle in my fingers saying, you need to go now, you need to go now. And the van was, you know, it, the van's never going to be, I feel like uh, living in a van, it's just like a house, just like anything, it's never quite finished, it's an ongoing process that you're constantly modifying and changing things and suiting things and adapting things to your needs. That is a gunshot, by the way, I think there's some hunting going on in the forests around. Um... But there's never a right time to leave, but there is a wrong time. You can leave it too late. You can 
I mean, don't get me wrong, if you do leave it a bit late, I'm sure the universe, as long as you keep listening to your heart, will amend it so it works for you. But um, we could just feel that it was time and we just booked the ticket and five days later, I think, we were we were crossing the, the border um, into France, which happened on Saturday. So yeah, Friday was like a an emotional roller coaster of a day because it was um there's this sense inside me and has been for a little while now of a big change coming in my life and this is it. I know this is it. But I've got this real sense that my identity as a British person and someone that lived or was living in the UK I think that's on its way out I don't know if I was meant I don't know if I'm meant for for a destiny that, that sees me living back in the UK and this could just be something that I'm saying now it could just be something that lasts a few years but I really feel it and now I'm here in Europe and on the big rock, I can really feel like we're going to at least spend the next few years here. If not, you know, further afield, I'm not even sure. But I don't see myself coming back to the UK for any extended periods of time, you know, just for visits and stuff. And that's the process we're going to have to figure out with Brexit and stuff. But it's also a process that is in the future and we don't need to think about it too much yet. Um, but yeah, I'm just stoked on life, to be honest. So Saturday was an interesting process, and there'll be a vlog coming out on Friday on Laura and I's channel about um, our journey here and the and the, the days that have followed up until today. Um, but yeah, it was a painless journey, other than the fact that we had a oil light come on. Nelly had a oil light come on saying that she was a bit too full of oil and we had to have the Mercedes came out quickly and sorted it for us because we'd actually had her serviced um, a couple of days before we left just to make sure everything was all tipped up before we left before it was down to us to figure it out and then um, they clearly filled the oil too high and it meant we had actually missed our original crossing and had to get a later one but then that added to the adventure of course because the place we'd planned on staying was a bit too far away so we found a new place on the road and it started from there and hasn't really stopped um but yeah so here we are southwest france and the days that followed saturday have just been our sort of plan has been to get south as far as quick as possible just in case something happens where, you know, we have to stay in France, we can't go to any other countries, um, or we have to stay in within a region of France because of corona. Not that we're reading the news at all since I've got out here. I haven't read much news at all. I've been completely offline. I haven't really been on my social medias at all because I've been driving a lot and prioritising a lot more other things which I kind of knew would happen at this first in this first stage of van life, which um, I was prepared for, which is why I haven't started my songwriting challenge just yet, because I want to be able to give it some 
good time, you know, some a good amount of attention. So just trying to get used to this, and I think tonight we're on our first park up that we're going to do more than one night in, because um, it's a really friendly, nice little town, and or village, it's not even a village probably, probably about six houses here. There's like a big green patch, sort of full of all these, um, what, what I would call sound trees, they're like big metal sculptures, and when the wind blows they make um, real soothing sounds. And when I was doing yoga this morning it was absolutely incredible. And we've got an incredible yoga setup, by the way. I'm sure I'll take you through it on a vlog, but Laura and I, like, we have our priorities and we knew what we needed to bring with us in order to make those things work. So our daily daily yoga practice couldn't go... It wasn't going anywhere just because we're moving into a van that's too small to really do a proper yoga practice inside. Um, but yeah, just, I can't believe we're here. Um, so yeah, the last few days have just been a lot of waking up in disbelief, um, maybe hiking, maybe doing a workout, doing some yoga, breathing in the fresh air, ignoring all the news and social media, not listening to any fear-mongering and really sort of coming to terms with the fact that we have escaped the, you know, what I would call the norm, you know, trying to adjust your mindset to the fact that life isn't going to be nine-to-five routine style anymore it's going to be you know we can still have a routine it's in the sense that you know we get up at the same time and we you know have meals at the same time I guess and do different various activities throughout the day but the whole idea of a routine like you have to be at a certain place for a certain time and the kind of idea that every plan that you make has to be set in stone there's definitely in van life you don't stick to the plan you you have rough ideas and then you have to go from there which to be honest for me is always been my style of doing things you know have a rough idea and then just go for it and see what happens that's kind of what I do with August Radio Project to be honest um so van life is you know all, all about that another thing that I've been thinking about since I've been on the road is how crazy like my lead up throughout my life um, through touring in the band, through all the travelling that we did together um, in Ghouls, it's kind of weirdly set me up for this lifestyle. Like, you know, the waking up in a new place every day, the sort of figuring out a way to make everything that I like doing work around a lifestyle where you don't have like a set. Um, spot like we have a base because we have the van which is more of a luxury than ghouls used to have especially for sleeping but i just feel weirdly qualified especially even driving the long journeys you know when we were in ghouls i did a lot of driving i drove the entire you know, east coast of america twice almost and um that was within two weeks you know three thousand miles two weeks so doing these long drives across France this past week haven't, you know, they felt pretty mind-numbing. Don't get me wrong, driving long distances is definitely not something that human beings were designed to do. But I felt weirdly okay, just a bit dead at the end. And I'm sure Laura will listen to this and go, what are you talking about? You've been an absolute, absolutely exhausted and brain-mashed 
as I'd call it, after these long journeys. But I still feel like weirdly confident doing them. I don't feel like, oh, there goes the church. I don't feel like um, I can't do them. I feel confident. I don't know, I've got so much to, to say and so much going on in my mind right now. And it's just all I can do is just keep looking, looking at the big blue sky and feel the heat and the fact that I'm just sat here in a t-shirt and but I guess I was saying about how I'm trying to adjust to the fact that my life is no longer a a day job and a nine to five and we live in this life on the road now and we really are and I guess I was saying earlier that I didn't really finish my point about the fact that this isn't just a trip for Laura and I this is the start of the rest of our lives like we don't have plans to return to that kind of norm lifestyle um terms with that is just unbelievable it's like I feel like I've been waiting for it my whole life and now I'm here so yeah all we've really got to do now is figure out a little bit of income and hopefully it comes in something music art based and something that we are well not even hopefully it will, I'm sure, come in something music and art based. If anyone's got any suggestions, obviously I'm going to do this music challenge with the Patreon. Um, if you don't know what that's all about, then I suggest you go and listen to one of the two previous episodes. Um, and that should, you know, help me out a little bit, but it also help me out massively creatively. And we also do in our YouTube and our Instagram, and we've got ideas for other things that we might potentially do online but yeah if anyone's got anything we're we're fairly uh skilled people especially in the creative realm we're pretty good at yo uh well we're not no one could be good at yoga there's no such thing as good at yoga but we our knowledge of yoga is getting there so if you want to i don't know some yoga videos or something like that then let us know and we'll i'm sure we could sort it out but if you know anything, you've got any tips or tricks, then let us know. So yeah, I'm going to continue doing my podcast. I'm going to continue doing my live videos because I'll be in a different place each time. I don't know when I'm going to film my next live video. Potentially film it later on this evening. Potentially, not sure. Just because we're in such a nice place, but... It's very, very real potential for us to be in a nice place every single night. Um, and then we're also going to start this songwriting challenge and try and do a song a week for a whole year whilst on the road. Crazy, right? Um, but today I thought I would just kind of chat to you about what's going on in life. And I'm going to play a song and I'm going to go through a song as per usual, but... I've chosen a song that I feel fits what's been going on in my head and what's been going on in my life and my reality of things. And it's actually a, an old ghoul song. 
I might go through two songs today. We'll see see what time it is. But this song I'm going to go through is called The Difference. The reason I want to go through it today is... um, feeling right now is kind of how I felt the day I wrote it and I remember that day of all the songs I've written I sort of remember that day more than most um, because I was at a very pivotal point in my life in terms of maturing and growing up and you know, a pivotal point for the time anyway. Right now, I look at the, I look at little uh, 23, 22-year-old me and I think, damn, I was so young still. And I'm sure in 10 years' time, I'll look at me now and go, damn, I was still young. Um, and I'm sure I'll look at myself in 20 years' time and go, damn, I was young 10 years ago. But um, hopefully through my breathwork practice and yoga practice, I never age and I stay like Peter Pan and I'll never feel old. That's the plan. Anyway... So, when I wrote The Difference, I went on a walk where I used to live in Bushy, good old Bushy Heath in the UK, because I don't even live in the UK anymore. I live on the road, baby. Um, I went on a walk, and I'd been going through, you know, some rough patches, as you do in life. So It's a bumpy road, it's not a smooth, flat one. And, um... I'd kind of hit a point where I just felt good. And as anyone who's human knows, when you've been going through a patch where you feel bad for a sustained amount of time, the day you wake up and you realise you feel good is a bit like the day that is sunny when it's been raining for two weeks straight. You don't quite realise that you do feel that way. Do you know what I mean? Like, let's use the metaphor of rain, like when it's been raining for two weeks and you've been living your life and you felt a bit sort of numb and you felt a bit grey, like the, the sky, you felt a bit sort of just, you're living and you're doing fine, you're getting by, but like there's an edge missing. There's a, you're only operating at 60%. Like, you don't know where the other 40 is gone, but you don't really notice that it's gone until the day that the sun shines. And when the sun shines, you suddenly think, oh my God, like, what? what's different about today? Because there's something different. I don't know what it is, but there's something different. And you sort of stand there, you feel the heat and you feel the, the rays and you feel the vitamin D rushing around your body. And you go, oh my God, it's sunny. That's why I feel great. It's sunny. And the same can be said for when you're not feeling great in life and you suddenly switch and, you know, you're not sure why you've switched. Maybe you've just ridden that wave and that wave is over. And, um, you, you know, you've, you're about to catch a good one. But you just suddenly think, oh my God, I, I feel great. <laughs> life is good. And this was one of those days. And I remember I went on a walk. And it was a nice hot day. It was August. It was probably about as hot as it is right now. And today's the 21st of October. So, <laughs> um, I'm just going to let this van pass. 
Bonjour. <laughs> been practicing my French. That's a different story, though. I've forgotten where I am. I'm trying to take life in too much. It's hard to think of the past when your present is so just profound and amazing. <laughs> there you go. There's a quote for you. Anyway, I went on this walk and it was August. It was warm. I walked around and I used to live by myself. I was by myself a lot. Not um, putting a downer on that at all. I really enjoy, like enjoyed growing up and having that time of like being alone and discovering myself and I feel like it's really necessary and I feel like it's something that not a lot of people actually do and I feel like if you don't do that then you're missing a you have a lot more to learn about who you are and it's it's paved the way for my relationship especially with Laura like the fact that I got to know myself before I got like get got to know her just has been the best thing ever and now we grow together and we discover each other and discover ourselves with each other it's one of the best things um so yeah i was on this walk and i never really walked the direction i i decided to walk and i walked through this big field and there was just this big tree big oak tree in the middle of the, of the field and i just sat down and i put my back against it and i remember it being real hot and nice and I just literally had these words come to mind and it was as the as the song goes it was the song um the difference and I'd never really written a song that way before I'd never really done you know for me when I write songs it's usually starting with a melody it's usually starting with a chord progression it's not usually words written down and then I make the melody or create a chord progression around them but I remember just saying, just writing down on my phone a moment of clarity. I think I'm doing something right. It's harder for you to see because you're so short of sight what this all means to me. Because I can't live my life without doing what I like. And I literally wrote that down word for word and had it as a note on my phone. And unfortunately, it's an old phone, so I don't have the note anymore, but I had it on my phone saved for ages. And I felt really excited. I was like, oh my God, like not only is the sun out, not only is the gloom gone, but this is like, this is a cool song. And it's not just a song that I feel like I want to write because I want to write a song for people to hear. This is a song because I just want to get everything off my chest, like, and get everything about how I feel right now out. And it's partly why I've picked to do this song on this podcast, on the first Van Life um, expedition podcast series <laughs> for August Radio Project whilst I sat here in southwest France living the life because I feel the same moment of clarity not in the same way but I feel clarity right now I feel like I've escaped the kind of trap of social media of the life that we're told to live in the Western world, the idea that you have to go to school, get an education, get a job, slave most of your hours of your life away for a paycheck that you're told you have to have. And yeah, you do to an extent have to do all those things and education is very important, but the way it's structured 
isn't necessarily how you have to do it. It's not. And it's forever changing and people don't realise that. Especially as people get older, they get very married to the ways that they've been sort of been doing it their whole whole life and then when things have to change they don't like it they resist it which is what causes stress and bad energies which is what wears them down but you know there's so many things in life that you know I felt like I nailed it when I wrote the bucket list where you're spending your savings on writing the bucket list you're not actually living the bucket list you're told to save in order to be able to buy the book that says your bucket list and you write it out and never do it. Instead, you should just be spending those savings on living it. Because at the end of it all, that's what really matters. That's what what you did is what really matters, not what you saved. Um, And I'm having that moment of clarity and I'm realising about the people in my life who can't see it because they're so in it. And it's not their fault that they can't see it. And even if you're listening to this and you're like, Ben, you are chatting rubbish. There's no way this is, you know, all your, yeah, you, if you're sat there in disbelief that I'm actually going to achieve this lifestyle and sustain it, and you're sat there in disbelief that Laura and I can't make it work, then you are wrapped, it's, you're obviously so wrapped in it that, you can't see and don't get me wrong don't I don't blame you because I was that person for so long and it took Laura V it took her to make me realize that there was more to life than that than just wishing for that life or trying to make that life work but sort of holding on to the other parts of life if you want to do something you've got to go all in you've got to let go you've got to let go of the fears that your ego gives you that you've been brought up to believe, you've just got to do it. And you always have as many reasons not to do it as you do to do it. But it's about ignoring those reasons and just really taking the plunge. And Laura would tell you that the amount of times I I went into my ego and became scared and worried about taking this leap, only to find that five days in, I've got this insane amount of clarity And I'm like, oh my God, I'm doing something right. And it might be harder for you to see, but you're so short of sight of what this all means to me because I can't live my life without doing what I like. So that sentiment, I wrote that five years ago, is so true to me right now, five years later. And it might be about something different and it might be a different situation, but it's exactly what I want to say about this moment and then the the next verse that follows is even more fitting because it says and I'll be be over here (laughs) I need to get my tuning right and I'll be over here far away from where you can reach nobody else near don't want to be a part of your scene keep barking like a dog Cause I refuse to be a sheep Yeah, I'm barking like a dog Cause I refuse to be a sheep I'll be over here Far away from where you can reach I mean The UK Has never felt further away Right now Partly because We're in the middle of a global ba- pandemic Where travel feels 
feels more restrictive than it is actually being somebody that is currently traveling you realize that it's not actually that restricted it's you know i'm sure if you went for a city break it would feel quite restricted but for somebody that likes being out in the wilderness and doing whatever um means that you're as far away from everybody else as possible there's no restriction you have to wear a mask on things and in things that's about it like I guess the UK feels so far away because if you are to return, you have to stay isolated for two weeks. So it's not just like a, you know, hour crossing like it used to be. It's an hour crossing followed by two weeks. But that also, on the flip side, makes me feel like I'm harder to reach. I'm further away in a good way. And like I said... I'm coming to terms with this idea that my identity as British, like, is just that now. It's just where I was brought up and where I lived for the first 28 years of my life and could very well be... The, that could very well be all the only years that I lived there for. <laughs> and that also makes me feel, you know, far away from where anybody who I don't really want to be able to reach me right now reach not that there is anybody just like metaphorically i guess the powers that be and, and i guess that where it, it comes to the i don't want to be part of your scene now the i keep barking like a dog because i refuse to be a sheep here's a bit of technical songwriting i decided to repeat that because when you say something powerful in a song it's always worth repeating i think especially if it's a prominent line especially if it's a line that people will listen to, hear, um, catch on to, and then probably sing it back to you live. And that was one of those. But there's also a danger of repeating it too many times. And there's something very um, powerful about having to only say something twice or three times, you know, repeating it in order for people to get the message. And some of my favourite songs have incredible lines in that are just repeated twice. And you wish they repeat more. And it leaves you just wanting to listen to the song again. So you're just sat there like, oh my God, I want to hear that line again. And for me, it's it means I just keep repeating the song, keep pressing repeat, because I just want to hear it again and again and again. So that was a line that I kind of wanted to... I wanted to like, you know, really sentiment out there. I, I'll bark like a dog because I refuse to be a sheep. I don't want to follow the crowd. I'd rather be the dog barking than the sheep in the field. And there comes the chorus. I apologize for the wind noise. If you're listening to this on great headphones, then you'll get some wind. But it's all part of it. Hang on, I'm just going to adjust the mic slightly. So then the chorus is... The difference between you and me inside believed in us. Now the difference between you and me inside believed in this. I believe in this. So like I said, this was written five years ago, so the first line maybe doesn't apply to this situation, but... The difference between you and me is I believe in me. And I believe in me enough to have stepped off this ladder and jumped onto this new way of living. And it takes a certain amount of self-belief 
to go for it, whatever your it is, you, you need to have that self-belief. And the thing is, is the ego means that you don't always feel like you have it. But if you're truly, you're truly in, you're truly following what you really should be, it doesn't matter how many egotistical thoughts come up, how many fears, you will do it. You'll be able to do it. You have to just harness that feeling and do the scary things. Quit your job. That was one of the scariest moments. It was electrifying, but it was scary because I knew it was real. And buying the van, again, just this electricity of, oh my God, I am parting with all this money and it's real. It's something I'm going to own and, oh my God, is it going to work? Is it going to break? Is it going to be okay? Is it going to get home and fall apart in bits? And that's that. And then the same with like booking the ticket and just going. It's the same electrifying feeling, but you need to have a certain degree of self-belief to do it. And in order to gain that self-belief, the best thing to do is to do the things. Fake it till you make it. If you don't have that self-belief, pretend you do and do those things anyway. And through that, you'll realise that you actually do have the self-belief. You just thought you didn't. Um, so, moves us on to the second verse, which at the time was very applicable to what ghouls were going through. So these excuses, why we won't succeed. Everyone has their own idea of what it is we need. But I'm more than happy staying true to me. I don't really care for who you want me to be. And I guess it just applies exactly to this situation. There is plenty of excuses on that you could make, that I could make on why this won't work. But unfortunately, it's too late. We're already here. We're already doing it. So, well, those excuses clearly aren't worth listening to. And whatever excuses your ego is coming up with as to why you can't do the thing that you really want to do, my only suggestion is just stop listening to them. Pretend they're not there and just go for it anyway. And if you can't do that, then you need to find yourself a Laura V that makes you do it anyway. <laughs> She's the best. But um, yeah, at the time in Ghouls, there was just a lot of people telling us why we couldn't do certain things, why we couldn't release an album yet, why we couldn't tour America, why we couldn't, you know, so many people in music especially wait for the right moment. You know, so many people in life, but the right moment never happens. The right moment is exactly the moment, it, you know, right now. There isn't a right moment to do anything. There'll always be an excuse. There'll always be that ego telling you why you shouldn't be doing it. And you need to just go. You just need to do it. There's no point listening to it. There'll always be excuses. And the worst thing is, is people that live really far into their ego, they'll be full of excuses as to why you shouldn't do it. And the thing is, is what you've got to realise is when people who say, you know, give you all the doubt, they tell you why you shouldn't be doing it and why it's not going to work. It's because they actually doubt themselves all the time. They're full of self-doubt. They don't believe in themselves, which is why they come up with those things. 
And you have to recognise that. You have to recognise that that's just them. It's not you. They are not you. They are their ego. And their ego says... Their ego puts them, them themselves into the situation you're explaining that you want to do or the dream you've got or the goal and they try and picture themselves doing it and because they can't picture themselves doing it because they don't believe in themselves they'll give you all the reasons why you can't do it because they're scared they're worried they're fearful because they're living in their ego and you have to just recognize that and be like well i'm not you i'm not living in my ego i'm going for it and those people hopefully come around and suddenly see you succeeding. And if they do, they either find it in themselves to be like, oh my God, okay, you've made it work, I'm going to try. Or, oh my God, you've made it work, that's incredible. Or they go further into their ego and they dive even deeper and they tell you all the reasons why it's not going to work from here on or it's not going to last you just have to keep ignoring them and go, I feel sorry for you because you're still living in your ego. And um, in band life, it's exactly the same. All those so-called experts, you know, there's great advice out there and it never pass off good advice and always make your own decisions. But there's also some terrible advice and there's some people who think they know best because of what worked for them. And my suggestion is to not not worry about it. Um, so then all we've got is the middle eight. Distance and time, separated by state of mind. I refuse to give up, I'm happy paying the fine. Cause this is me and it will be until I die. This is just what I need to get by. There's another van here, by the way, so just... Be aware if you hear some noises, that's what's going on. Um, distance and time separated by state of mind. I refuse to give up. I'm happy paying the fine. I do refuse to give up. And I am happy paying the fine because as I've gotten older, I've realised that there is no fine. The idea that you pay a fine for living the way you really want to doing the things you really want to is actually made up, it's false there's going to be tricky moments no matter what you do there's going to be moments where it's not working, there's going to be moments where you're full of stress, fear, doubt there's going to be moments where you're low but as I said last week the thing is, is those moments pass there's no fine, the idea that there's a fine or a a result that is bad is false. And I can tell you now that, like I said earlier, it's a bumpy road. So even, you know, in my situation, even if I'd carried on working a day job and just living in my normal routine and never getting out and never and using the excuse that there's a global pandemic not to travel and not buying the van and not listening to Laura V., even if I'd done that, there still would have been bumps in the road, there still would have been fines to pay, there still would have been stresses, there still would have been financial difficulty, there still would have been ways that it wouldn't work. But the thing is, is those moments pass and then it does work. But the trouble is, is the same. You can do that in the, in the norm, 
or you can do that living how you actually want to. That that choice is yours, and it's more gratifying and it's way less tragic to do it your way, and that's what I'm here to preach. Do it your way. There's no fine, and um, I guess that's where I'm separated by state of mind with my previous self. But uh, this is me, and it will be until I die. This is just what I need to get by. Is a great sentiment because it is. I need this. I wouldn't be me without it. And I'm here now. I'm in France. <laughs> and who knows where I'll be tomorrow? And who knows where I'll be next week? And who knows where I'll be next year? But the trouble is, is the same could be said if I had been sat in my classroom in my old job. The thing is, it just felt more permanent. But who's to say that it's not going to, you know, not be there tomorrow. And the same can be said for your, you know, whatever it is you're trying to do or want to do. I don't know what it is. It could be anything. But the truth is, guys, like, you you can be the difference. And then one day you'll wake up and you'll have the moment of clarity. And you'll have that moment of clarity... Not in older age where you realise you should have just gone for all the things you wish you'd you were wishing for. You'll have that moment whilst you're living all the things you've wished for. And I guess as you get older you also learn that once one door opens, all the others open. Which is why I know Laura and I are gonna make this work. We're gonna figure this out. Because that's what we do. So here you go. I'm going to play The Difference. Um, a song I wrote five, five years ago that applies to me as much now as it did back then. Refuse to be a sheep. The difference between you and me is I believed in us. Now, the difference between you and me is I believe in this. Yeah, I succeed everyone has their own idea of what it is we need but I'm more than happy stay true to me I don't really care for who you want me to be the difference between you and me is I believe in us now the difference between you and me is I 
lovely, lovely stuff, eh? So, yeah, I think that'll do for today's podcast. I really hope you take some of these words and you use them. I really hope that um, you're going to do it, and I believe in you. I'm not letting my ego escape and tell you all the doubts that you've been hearing from other people. I'm going to tell you that you can do it, no matter how many excuses your brain comes up with, no matter how many things seem like impossible to get rid of, no matter if you've got kids, no matter if you've got a dog, no matter if you've got a job that you can't get out of, a boss, I don't know what it is, no matter what it is, it's just an ego thought and you will figure it out if you take that leap. You've just got to take the first step and go for it. Um, Live from France, I really hope you have a good week. Check out the video that comes out on Friday. I will announce more about my songwriting challenge as the weeks go by and we figure out how to slow down a little bit. Now we've got as far south as we want to be. We're probably going to head even further south, but that's a story for next week. Um, Shout out to everyone listening to this still. Shout out to everyone that's still jamming the songs. And go and check Laura and I's vlog channel out go watch them if you're feeling a bit bored and you've got nothing else to do and you want to see two people who are having the time of their lives as well as making a few mistakes along the way and learning learning a steep learning curve walking a steep learning curve should i say then go and check it out um yeah peace and love homies check you next week much love